welcome to this episode of the Moss Valley Pod. Thanks very much for listening. Today, we hear about a couple of the disciples who want a favour from Jesus. They know it's going to be risky asking for it, as they don't get straight to the point, but instead hide their request behind trying to get Jesus to do whatever they want. But what is it that they do want? And will Jesus grant it? We'll find out as we hear from Mark chapter 10, verses 35 to 45. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And Jesus said to them, What is it that you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink, or be baptised with the baptism that I am baptised with? They replied, We are able. And Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink, and with the baptism with which I am baptised you will be baptised. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognise as their rulers, lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. As a youngster, I was a scout. As such, I remember the obligatory trips to church on St George's Day and Remembrance Sunday. I don't remember much about these events, other than the fact that I couldn't hear, or I was bored, or that my bum hurt from the uncomfortable seats. I do remember singing some hymns, though, at the St George's Day service. I couldn't remember many of them, but one in particular stuck in my mind. No, I couldn't remember the words either, except that the chorus could be sung as Glory, Glory, Man United or some other football team. About 15 years later, I discovered that the hymn in question was Our Eyes Have Seen the Glory of Our Saviour. Christ the Lord. Why do I mention this? It's because this reading is about glory. Glory is about giving praise, honour, fame or adoration. It's why football teams ended up in the chorus of that song. As kids, we all had a favourite team and all wanted to see the glory of them winning the league or the cup. In our reading, James and John are looking for glory. They want to be recognised in heaven as the two disciples who are closest to Jesus. It was the limelight and recognition that they craved, the glory of being Jesus' disciples. 
it doesn't take long for Jesus to put them back in their place. Glory is not something that can be easily given or taken. It is something that has to be earned. Jesus comments about this. The way to true, everlasting glory is about being a servant. He encourages the disciples who would go on to become the leaders of the early church that it's not about hogging the limelight for ourselves. It's about humble service. It's not about making ourselves look big and clever. It's about rolling our sleeves up and getting stuck in. It's about the hard yards, doing those things that maybe we don't want to do, but will build up and support others. If you want to be great and to receive glory, you must serve others rather than be served. It's the opposite of how most of society works, but the rewards are far greater in heaven. As we pray today, we'll be using a pattern based around the Lord's Prayer. The responses are short verses from the Lord's Prayer with things to think about and pray through as we go through. Rachel is going to lead the responses for us. So let us pray for our own needs and the needs of others, following the pattern which Jesus gave when he taught us to pray to God, our Father. Through our love of the countryside, through our care for animals, through our respect for property and tools. Father, hallowed be your name. On our farms and in our homes, in our colleges and schools, where machinery is made and where policy is planned. Father, your kingdom come. By our seeking your guidance, by our keeping your commandments, by our living true to our consciences. Father, your will be done. For the millions who live in poverty and hunger, for our own needs and the requirements of our neighbours, by cooperation, sympathy and generosity. Give us today our daily bread because we have broken your commandments, doing what we ought not to do and neglecting what we ought to do. Forgive us our sins. If any have injured us by injustice, double dealing or exploitation. We forgive those who sin against us. When prosperity lulls us to a false security, or hard times prompt us to despair, when success makes us boastful, or failure makes us bitter. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In the assurance of faith, in the confidence of hope, in the will to serve, help us to love Christ as Lord and our neighbour as ourselves. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We 
finish this episode with the traditional brain workout that is Brain of the Week. Following on from a conversation I had earlier this week, the theme for this quiz is collective nouns. I'm going to give you a person, animal or thing. All you have to do is give their collective noun. Some of them are in regular parlance, others are a bit more obscure. There's 15 for you to have a go at. We'll start with an easy one, as it came up in a previous Brain of the Week. So, number one, what is the collective noun for a group of unicorns? What is the collective noun for a group of unicorns? Number two, what is the collective noun for paper? What is the collective noun for paper? Number three, what is the collective noun for dust? What is the collective noun for dust? Number four, the collective noun for a group of ladies. A group of ladies. Number five, the collective noun for a group of students. A group of students. Number six, the collective noun for a group of guns. A group of guns. Number seven, a group of flowers. A group of flowers. Number eight, a group of bees. A group of bees. Question nine, what is the collective noun for a group of islands? A group of islands. Question 10. The collective noun for a group of chickens. A group of chickens. Number 11. A group of bushes. A group of bushes. Number 12, a group of actors. A group of actors. Number 13, a group of worshippers. 
group of worshippers number 14 a group of crows a group of crows Finally, number 15, a group of books. A group of books. There you go, 15 of those for you to have a go at. As I said in the last pod, we're going to be releasing one pod per week from next week onwards. So the answers will come out in next week's Moss Valley Pod, along with a new Brain of the Week next Friday. Many thanks for listening to the Moss Valley Pod, recorded in Eckington, Derbyshire, England. This has been made possible by the good people at Anchor.fm, sending you all good wishes. Until next time. Take care, be safe, God bless.